listen close, I am a craft master Grind now, and know the shine coming after Sharif O'Neal, what's going on, brother? How you doing, man? What's up, bro? How you been? Shit, I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Just out here trying to stay COVID-free. How you doing? I've been chilling, bro. Hooping, staying in the gym, staying out the way. Same thing, trying to stay COVID-free. How's it been over there down at LSU, man? It's way different from L.A. It's like, just out here, being out here in Baton Rouge, it's just, it's nothing like L.A. But I like it. Everybody out here is real cool. The team is cool, staff, all that. Everybody at LSU shows love, so I love it down here. I know you loving the food. Yeah, the food is real good. Real good. <laughs> <laughs> man, what you what you be what you be doing all day, man? I know you got workouts, but it's yeah, not that light, man. So after practice, these kids just go do whatever. We just we wake up, we lift our weights, we do our practices, and I, I usually am in the gym from about, like, 1 to 6 every day, and then after that, you know, I take care of my work, just hop on the game, hop on Call of Duty, uh, or either watch over practice on, on the Fast Scout app, and just do the same thing every day. I've been doing the same routine for about four or five months, so it's been getting used to that. So, are you guys in class right now, or is everything nah, we do all We do all Zoom online. Okay, okay. How you like that? You might you rocking with that? Yeah, because I remember at UCLA they never let us do online <laughs> stuff. We always had to go to class, but I, I like the online class way better. That's dope, man. That's dope, man. How's that transition been for you, though, man? What's the uh, biggest difference from UCLA to LSU? Um, I would say just – are you talking basketball-wise or just school-wise? Just everything, man. Just basketball every aspect wise, of I'd it. I'd say that the, the – the style of play out here is way different from, like, you know, everybody in L.A., we got that, like, smooth game. Like, everybody in the Pac-12, they have a smooth game. Yeah. Out here, everybody's way bigger, and, like, they just real athletic, and it's just it's kind of a, a faster game style, a more free game style. And school-wise, I, I wish I could see the school while it was open uh, out here because I heard it's a, a real fun school to be at. It's a real, real sporty school, and everybody out here loves LSU football. I know in L.A., you got – the Lakers, you got a whole bunch of other teams, people out there like, but everybody out here, all you see is LSU stuff. So that's the biggest difference I've I seen from out here and out there. No doubt, no doubt, man. What are your goals going into the season now? Um, just to just to have a great season, you know, just to just play like how I've always used to play. You know, I've had a rough past couple of years and I just yeah. I'm I'm just happy to be at a place where I could uh, kind of get a fresh start and just kind of because I, I came out here not knowing anything, not knowing anybody. And it's kind of a fresh start. And I'm glad I chose the school just because I feel like I could fit in really well with this team. And my biggest goal is just to have a good season and then just see where it goes from there. Hopefully all the games don't – I mean, all the games stay as scheduled. Nothing gets canceled. No, nobody on the team gets sick. Nobody on the other team gets sick. So hopefully the season goes through so we can finish it out. Are you guys going – you guys are playing conference right away or you guys get a few uh, non-conference no, games first? We got two tournaments. We go to Nebraska next week. We play San Francisco out there and a few other teams. And then we have another um, tournament in Atlanta. And I think we start conference like late December, early January. So we only get a few non-conference games, probably like four or five, and then we go straight to conference. Okay. Man, bro, you've had you've had an eventful two years, bro. Crazy. From twenty eighteen to twenty twenty. 
started with the heart surgery. Yeah, crazy. Talk about talk about that a little bit, man. I mean, I remember you shot us that text. You was like, yo, this is what's happening. Yeah. We all sent that love that way. But talk about the process after it all. Um, the process after was it was real hard. You know, it just it was it was more mentally mentally tough than it was physically. You know, I was in pain most of the time. I was on a bunch of medication, wasn't feeling like myself. But the biggest thing was like, how am I going to be able to play when I get back, or like what's going to happen after? You know, that's just kind of the main thing I thought of, and. And still to this day, like every time I step on the court, I always every time I feel my heart beat fast, I, I get in that, that like kind of like that that, uh, that panic mode. So it's, it's just yeah. something that I got to get used to. And like the process after was real hard, you know, getting my weight back because I went from like two, I think I was like two seventeen before the season started, and then I dropped down to like one eighty something. So then I was feeling I was feeling horrible and. I wasn't around that practice and all that, but when I know when y'all see me, I was probably looking out of it and, and all that. No, nah, no, nah, you know what? You look, you look good. Like when I saw you, you look good. I mean, oh, you yeah. was, I didn't know how I was looking. No, nah, you look fine. You look fine. But but I mean, we we knew we knew we knew what you was going through for sure, man. And yeah. we was there, but you look fine, bro. You uh, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, bro. It was so crazy. then after the heart surgery, I mean, you have your immediate family, obviously, and then you got everybody around you. But outside of that, who was there for you just through it all? Um, I, w- I would say outside my family, I would say you guys and, and some of my friends from, like, high school were probably there for me the most. You know, like, you know, I was with Kenny and Jules every day. You know, they was always looking after me. You know, everybody – like everybody at UCLA showed love, all the, all the teachers and all the regular students. Every time they see me, they would, they would show their love. And just, I, like, the whole UCLA family and community, I feel like they were there for me a lot. And I feel like if it wasn't for the support that I have from the people outside of my family, like, it wouldn't have been the same. So I'm glad I got that support from everybody. Yeah. I saw you tweet something the other day, actually. You was, uh, was talking about Josh Christopher mm-hmm. and his brother, Caleb. Yeah, he was like, "Yo, we went from homies to best friends to literally brothers. They've yeah. done so much for me. Would you mind elaborating on that a little bit? Because I saw that, I was like, damn, that's interesting.' Yeah. But that's dope. Uh, like when I met Josh and Caleb, it was at it was at like a little barbecue at like Westchester Park, and I, I always we always like used to play against each other when we were little, so we always kind of knew each other, and then. We, we started hanging out, and they were, like, my real good friends. And, you know, we had a lot in common. You know, I just – I never really bonded with, with people like how I did with them. And then it got to the point to where, like, they are literally with me every – like, if you seen me, you saw Josh and Caleb. You saw Josh, you saw Caleb and me. And, like, they were, they were – like, at point, if they wanted to live with me, they could have. Like, my mom, they called my mom, mom. They called my dad, dad. as a vice They they really became clean. They traveled with me. They spent weeks and months with me, just training with me and my dad in Florida. And, you know, my dad looks out for them like he does for us. And it just we we didn't really know it was going to end up like that. But you know, they're I, they're always going to be family to us. It just they they've done a lot for me. They they really supported me a lot throughout the surgery. You know, they gave me positive messages every day. Their whole family. Their grandma texts me every single day a, a new Bible scripture. So like, yeah, every single day I get every single day I get one in the morning at nine o'clock in the morning. 
So, I mean, their family is my family. So, it's just all love for, for them. That's dope, bro, man. Shout out to Josh and Kayla for real for that, man. That's dope. Yeah, Yo, when uh when COVID started, I saw you was in Orlando training with with the big dog, yeah. big Shaq, man. Talk about that, man. How's that working out with with big with Shaq, man? He uh, got you lifting. He got yeah. you lifting heavy. Yeah, he he has us lifting. You know, he has us doing some crazy stuff. You know, his his dad was in the army, and the workouts he used to do were probably ten times worse than us. But he. It wasn't as bad as it used to be. When we were younger, we used to work out way harder. You know, it kind of he kind of loosened up a little bit because he knows what me and my my brother could how how we could play. So he kind of adapted the workouts to that. But he would make us go at it. You know, it would be a lot of fights. It was a lot of fights during quarantine the way we were hooping against each other, especially when Josh and Caleb came out there. It was it was a lot of but y'all a lot of jail stuff. ball out there. Yeah, what happened? Which I was playing jail ball out there. Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> No foul calls, though, none of that. <laughs> Yo, let me see. You know what's crazy? I was just thinking about this other day. Were you still here for this? We had lost to um, – we had just lost to – I want to say it was Fullerton, bro. Were you there for I, that pra- – <laughs> I was there, bro. <laughs> I was there. I do remember that. <laughs> Bro, I I remember I remember some of the packs we used to have, bro. Now looking back at them, bro, it's just, it was fun. It was real. <laughs> I've always wondered if other schools practice the same way. But let, hold on, let's 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 go back to that real quick. Yo, I came into the locker room that day, bro, and my jersey was gone. For those of you who don't know, like we have like our jerseys in our lockers, we got our practice shorts, we have our kicks. Coach Cronin pull up hot. We we lost a team we was not supposed to lose to, and he he essentially he, he says yo nobody could wear UCLA gear so I think he sent the managers to Target or something. Uh, I remember the exact fit. <laughs> what he was a black shorts and a little white top. <laughs> the white cutoff top with the big ass black plain short. <laughs> And we were hooping. And, 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 he sent us out there. I don't even think we stretched. Straight to diving on loose bulls. And then he went shirts versus skins for the next 50 minutes. No out of bounds. No, no fouls. And if you even looked at somebody the wrong way, he was on your ass. I remember that, bro. We they, Didn't we wear those for like a week straight, those fits? Bro, for like two We wore those for a few days. But then we went up to Washington and we got right. But that was... That was crazy. So it was like that. It wasn't like that. I remember I woke up that morning. And I was I had all I had on my mind was what we was about to do in practice. I already knew there was going. To be <laughs> I remember we was actually telling the group challenge. What y'all think will happen today? <laughs> Yo, that was sick, man. Yo, so let's take it back a little bit. There's that moment for a lot of high school hoopers, middle school hoopers, or just hoopers in general for people where. Something just clicks. What was that moment for you where it just clicked? Like, all right, like, it's go time. Like, I know what I got to do. Um, I would say when in high school. Are you talking about now or in high school? It does not matter. Just whenever. Whenever moment. I would say in, in high school, you know, when it kind of – when I was young, I always used to watch people's, like, mixtapes and all that. And then one day I came to my game. I was, like, 15. Nobody really knew who I was. And I seen a camera. I seen a dude had the hoop mixtape shirt on. 
I'm like, I'm like, this must not be for me because I don't, I don't even really be doing nothing. <laughs> and then I seen, I seen that video come out, and then that was like the first moment. And then, you know, once I got to high school, I was playing against all these kids. They was windmilling and all that because I was at, I was at Windward, and we was playing against kids like Cody. Like I had to go against Cody my freshman year. And I Cody seen, looked like that when he was in eighth grade. Yeah, Cody's been the same size for a minute. He's been huge, and I, and I seen that, and then we. Right when, you know, right when I started seeing all them and, like, how big they were, because I was always the biggest kid in middle school and all growing up. When I got to high school, you know, I seen how those kids were, and that's when I kind of had to turn it on. And I'm like, all right, I, I can't, like, I can't be, you can't be going playing. out bad. And then once it got to, like, <laughs> year, once it got to senior year, that's when it, like, really all came together. And I was like, you know, I, I could really do this at a, at a high level. And then it just all started falling into place. And then, yeah, it was all good from there. Who was the first college to offer you? Um, it was LSU. UCLA and LSU offered me in the same week. Oh, where was that? Yeah. Probably early with yourself. Yeah, yeah. UCLA, they both got me when I was a freshman. Really? It was, like, it was after, after my freshman high school year, like AAU going into sophomore. Okay. Okay. Did you did you originally think you were going to go to LSU? Or you was like... Um, Honestly, yeah, I did at, at first because they because that was the first school, and you know, I kind I kind of knew. I was like, okay, I was like, I have a chance to go to SU. I was like, it'll be cool to go to SU. But then as I got older, I was like, you know, I kind of want to try to do something else because you know, I don't want to be that kid who just follows where his dad go. But I feel like it would have been good for me to to go there and starting off early. So. But I'm here now, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, it's fact. Yeah. You ended up there anyways. You were supposed to go to Arizona. Yeah. I was yeah. that's that's where I wanted to go for a long time. When they offered me, I was happy. You know, I liked that school, and I was real good friends with Ira Lee, and he was going there. And I was like, you know, I like playing with Ira, so you know, I want to go there too. But unfortunately, that didn't happen. I still got love for Arizona, though. I wish I wish it would have worked out, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, it got a little crazy over there, man. It got a little crazy over there. Yo, I've always wondered this, man. When was the first time? You realize, like, yo, my pops is a megastar. Um, when I, I used to, when I used to go to Laker games when I was young, I, I didn't really, un, I didn't really understand it. Everybody would go crazy for him, but fourteen, we walked into the Staples Center one time, and I had never seen people. And he wasn't even playing. He wasn't even playing like in the game. He was. Just, hold on, how old? Hold on, go back. How old were you? You said you was fourteen. I was like 14, yeah. I was okay. like, I mean, I knew he was famous, but I never knew, like, I never seen people react like that. Like, when we walked in and they said his name on the thing, like, people were going crazy. And I was like, like, man, he really did this. <laughs> and they put his statue outside. I'm like, I mean, it's still, it's still like, crazy to think about because he's my dad. But, I mean, to everybody else, like, I don't know. Like, people always ask me, they're like, how does it feel to be his son? I'm like. I don't like. I don't, I don't you probably know. don't even look at it like that because you you know him in a different light. Let's see if pops. But yeah, I, I, when I saw that, that's when I was like, damn, like he was really the man out here. Oh D, oh D. I mean, they won. They they three peated, bro, in L.A. Right. They three peated in L.A. That's crazy. So what you been listening to, man? Who who, who are your top three artists right now? Uh, I'll say Future. Why everybody say that, man? I had Zoe the other day. He said Future. Bro, Future, and now since I'm in Baton Rouge, everybody been listening to NBA Youngboy. That's all I hear every, everywhere. All right. I his music, his music is solid. I like it. 
I, I never listened to it at first, but asking them out here, you can hear the football team blasting it from the stadium. They played in our facility. So I won't put it in my top three, but I'll say if I keep listening to them, I might. So I'll say future, young thug, I always love young thug. And who's the third one? Mm-hmm. I like 21 Savage because he just put out that. I've been listening to that a lot because he just put out the new tape. 21 Savage. He's a problem. He's a tape. I ain't even see it. Yeah, it, not, not, it was like maybe a month ago. Actually, I did see that. I heard that. I heard people talking about it. It was dope. You rocked with yeah, it? I liked it a lot. It was cool. That's what's up, man. You you ever see yourself hopping into music? I know you're possibly doing music. Uh, I I never really do how to rap. I mean, everybody, we all, you know, we all do those freestyles like in the locker room and all that. But <laughs> it's bad slaps. Because it just we might make something rhyme, but if you really put that in a real song, it would not be hard. But I, I, nah, I don't know if I could do some of the music. It's not rapping. Yeah, yeah definitely not rapping. All right, man. Is there is there a part of your game that you feel may be undervalued? Um, I would say right now I feel like. Is, is defense, and I do want to thank Co- Coach Cronin for that. You know, he was heavy on defense, and shout out Coach Cronin. Shout out Coach Cronin for for the defense, like the, the effort he put on defense. Because you know, in high school, I could just block everybody's shot, but you know, in at UCLA, he really like I would have to switch on to people like you and Tiger and all of them, and I had to guard all types of positions. And I feel like coming here, like I. I'd be, I'd be guarding the one sometimes, and I'm like... It's, How do you guys play? You guys switch all five? Uh, we switch one through four. The five stays. But I, I play the three and the four, but I, I switch with everybody. But when I when I play defense now, I, I feel like I know the positions. You know, I'm taking charges now. You know, I just know where... The, I just can detect where the ball is going. I re, defensive rebound, I just know where the ball is going. And I feel like that's all because... That's all we used to We did that every day in practice. And at UCLA, I was like, I used to hate, like, doing that hard stuff and, we, and getting hit like that. But now it's just, it's not a problem. And, you know, I feel like defense is something that's undervalued by me. And I feel like if uh, this year I, I'll get to showcase that, that, I, that I'm a good defender. What was, like, your point of emphasis this offseason? Like, shooting, strength, ball handling. Like, what was your um, – I, was, was, I would say it was strength. Uh, strength and shooting, you know, my shot, my shot's been solid, but it wasn't really consistent at times. You know, I spent a lot of time shooting. You know, I, since I am six nine, sixteen, you know, I, I can't be as skinny as I am. So I've been working on putting on some weight and and still keeping my speed and my athleticism. Because you know, it's just I, that's what I've been working on: shooting and and being stronger and faster. Yeah, man, I'm not gonna lie, man. I knew you had bounce, bro. But I didn't know you could jump like that. But it's like, I don't, <laughs> I do have bounce too, but like, it is after my surgery, bro. I don't know what happened. Nah, you been, nah, you still got, you're still crazy. I, I still, bro, we did our little combine testing the other day. Remember last year, I like, Jay Hill was the only one who touched the top. This you year, was up there. I touched the top on the first one. You know, we get three tries. They had to take the, take the thing out of the, uh, I had a little metal bar and hold it up just because I kept I kept getting I'm like you bro, I, I was like, yeah. nah you, you get up there bro up there. you know what it is like you and you get off the floor quick like you could jump and then land like that's hard like you jump and then land and you right back up like that's yeah. 
that's a very underrated skill, actually. Yeah, I, mean, that's, I don't even know how I, how I got that in my bag. It's just something I don't know. AB got that in his bag, too. Jump, land, jump. That's like the quick jump before everybody else. It's Marvin Bagley. He can do that real Yeah, cool. Yeah, he used to do that a lot. I used to see him doing a lot at Duke. He did that yeah, a lot at Duke. He'll miss one of his labs. He'll get up and put, put it right back. Yeah. What kind of workouts do they have y'all doing at LSU? The lifting, bro, is <laughs> – Is it different? Like, I've always – like, because I know, like, we had, like, our subsets. We had our sets, and then we'd do conditioning on Fridays. And Ours, like, What's that like yeah. over there? So, I, like, what we've been doing – first, we had a, a three-day three day boot camp, and I, I don't know what me about that, that. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but when we did it, bro – Man, they had us running up and down the football stadium stairs, carrying a forty-five pound plate on our heads, and then you that's had why you jumping like that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you had to run around, grab the twenty-five, run around, grab the ten. So we was doing stuff like that. You know, our lifting, we do real heavy lifting. You know, that's why everybody in the SEC is kind of big, and they and they just they're real athletic. So they we get we do real heavy lifting. We did it was lifting Monday, conditioning Tuesday. Lifting Wednesday, conditioning Thursday, lifting Friday. We practice every day after that. So it was just – it's a lot of work. But, you know, you kind of get used to it. You know, you, you could feel the difference. Your body might be hurting, but you could definitely feel the difference after some time of doing it. So that's the kind of work that we do. It's, it's fun, though. Our, our practices are real fun. You just need to be going at it all day. Okay, it's a different setup, huh? Yeah. How y'all looking this year? Our team? Yeah. We look real good. You know, we got some guys who declared they, they came back, and I'm glad they came back. They helped out a lot. They lead the teams. We got a, a young team. Uh, I think we have about maybe one or two seniors, just like how we did at, at UCLA. We're a young team, but we'll be real good. We got a lot of guys who could go. It's gonna. We have a deep bench, too, so we will have a, a deep roster. I'm going to be watching, Brody. I hope you kill yeah. it, big dog. Thank you, bro. Of course. So talk to me about the tattoos on your body, man. You got a few tattoos. What do those mean to you, bro? Uh, well, man, you've been there since like since I had like one or two. Yeah, so I've seen you just get <laughs> a bunch of so, them. Uh, I got a lot of tattoos when I was recovering. You know, I, I had a lot of time. I've always wanted a lot of tattoos, and they all have meaning. Only a few of them don't have meaning, but I got a lot of tattoos that are around my family. Like, I got my siblings' names, and Got the family first one on my chest. I got a couple for my heart surgery, a uh, couple Kobe tattoos, a picture of my parents. Uh, this recent, the most recent one I got was this portrait of Mike Tyson on my leg. I got the Muhammad Ali one on the other side. I'm about to do my favorite black athletes on, on my leg. So I'm, I just, I see you about to, you uh, doing it all. A couple people. Yeah, I'm about to get up a bunch more on my leg, and then I'll probably be done for a minute. I'll probably wait till I'm older to do like my back and all that. So, yeah. yeah, right. Let me ask you something: Is that myth true? Well, it can't even be a myth because they say once you get your first tattoo, it becomes an addiction. Is that true? Yeah, bro. Because this one, I, I told my mom I, I wanted one tattoo, and I ended up getting two. And then once you turn eighteen, you could just you could just go get them on your own. And then I just once that happened, yeah, I was just like, I'm about to start. It just happened, bro. I, I, every day I be thinking like, damn, I want a new tattoo. Then on the day, it's just like I don't know. I thought I was gonna get this one and just be chilling, but nah, he been gone. Sleeved up. They hurt though. 
They do hurt. I ain't gonna lie. They hurt like I, that? It, I ain't got one like, tattoo, bro. I'm way too scared. It's only some spots. Like, it's like spots that are like on the bone or if like the skin is real thin. Like, I have some of my shins, bro. That was some of the worst pain I ever felt in my life. It's like the skin is all bone. It's just like, bro, what? Sheesh. What's your favorite tattoo? Um, I'll probably say. How many do you have now? Bro, you got like 10, 12 of them, motherfucker. Bro, I probably got like 40 something tattoos. My favorite 40 something? I'm over here saying 10, 40 something. <laughs> oh, yeah. like you had to go back 40 something different times? You had to go back what? You had to go back 40 something different times, bro? Or you just got. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've gone back like 40. If looking at all of them, I've gone back a bunch of times. My favorite one is probably the picture, either a picture of my mom or my dad. I like those ones. That's dope, man. That's dope, man. Man, so you out there, LSU, doing your thing, man. Yeah. That's dope, man. That's dope, man. Well, I got a quote segment every episode. So what's your favorite quote, and why does it resonate with you so much? Um, you know, my, my favorite quote is something that my, my grandpa told me. It's, just, it's, like, it's kind of a, a basic quote. I actually tweeted the other day. Let me read it. Um, it's, it's, it's like a, a real basic quote, but, I mean, it's just something I've just thought of all my life, and, and it says, Where'd it go? Uh, find this. All right, so the quote I just I tweeted: "If you want something, go for it." So you know that's just I mean that's just it's kind of a basic quote, but I mean if you it's real though. About like yeah, if you really want something, like you'll you'll do whatever it takes to get it, and you know that's what thinking about everything I've gone through, like. When I was talking with Shane and all that about my heart surgery, like one of the options was to to never play basketball again, like if I didn't get that surgery. So you know, that that's that's a scary topic being eighteen and in college, and you're like, well, like, I've been playing basketball all my life, I can't put it down. And you know, also that's my first surgery, so I was scared. So I was like, you know, if I want it that bad, you know, I got to do whatever it takes to, to get it. So you know, I, I thugged it out and I went through it. So that's they told you about it through a physical, right? It was a regular checkup. Yeah, it was. It, it, I, this is what happened. So when I was a little kid, when I was like four or five, I I went to the hospital for for something with my heart. And when he when he had to clear me, he saw my medical records from when I was born, and he saw that, and he's like, "What is this about?" And I was like, "Oh, that's just when I was a little kid." Blah blah. blah. And then like two weeks later, he's like, "You got to wear this heart monitor." And now it's kind of going at it with him. I'm like. I'm like, you're being extra. Like, I've been playing all the time. I don't need to wear a heart monitor. Then he said, if you don't wear it, I'm not going to clear you. So now, as I wore the heart monitor, they said, anytime you feel like something in your heart, like, uh, like feel weird, just press the little button. So we're in practice one day, and I, and I pressed the button because it, it did feel a little weird, and then it sent it to the UCLA hospital, and then that's how it all happened. So, I mean, if I, like, Blessings, one, bro. I think every day, like, my, my, my family loves Shane just because he, like, he didn't have to make me wear that. He, he like, he 
he like looked back at it. And he just kind of he he forced me to wear, it and that's just he like he saved a life basically. So, I mean, I think Shane every day for that. Shout outs to my man Shane Bezadick. If you watching, shout outs to you, family. It's all love on this side, man. No doubt, man. Well, Reef, man, I appreciate you coming on, brother, man. Thank I you, hope bro. you I have. You. Yeah, I hope you have a great season, man. You one of the dopest dudes I know. You one of Thank the kindest you, cats I know for your status, man. So I appreciate you, man, and good luck this season, brother. Thank you, bro. Keep in touch, bro. No doubt, family. Appreciate you, man. All right, bro. I'll see you. Yeah, dad. Keep your composure, can't let nothing hold you, fold you, run it over any obstacle. Ain't nothing stopping you from perfecting your craft, just get in your bag, show the world what you made of. Craft mastery, ain't no rapper mad as me, insane, dedicated.